This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are you sitting at home watching the news, getting freaked out and not knowing what to put into your body these days? I think we got the answer here. It's Billy's Infinity Greens. Billy's Infinity Greens sells our favorite vitamin C called Infinity C. It's the highest vitamin C foods to help improve your immune system. It comes in pills or powder. It delivers a thousand milligrams of real vitamin C per serving purely from plant-based foods for a hundred percent absorption rate. This is the equivalent of eating 14 oranges. Now you can get 15% off Billy's Infinity products at infinitygreens.com. Use promo code MOM. Now this is something that you have to do for yourself. And for others. Boost your immunity, folks. Infinitygreens.com. Use promo code MOM. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. I, I knew that this affected you because I haven't seen one fucking thirst trap since. No, uh, I felt like frivolous. I, I can't put a picture of my brand new bathing suit, although I wanted to because it's really cute. I can't put that up there right now. This just does not seem appropriate. It just, there are some serious shit going on, and I want everybody to pay attention to that and not get distracted by my cleavage. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. We are chatting about sex twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Thursdays with a special guest. On Mondays, it's with you guys, our sneaky little freaks. You little sneaky freaksters. Yeah, You're that's you. freaky freakers. And uh, man, oh man, you know, our, we pride ourselves in the show, not just talking about sex, but really it's an entry point to having all the conversations you typically wouldn't have with a parent. That's right. We're talking about the hard shit, the stuff you don't really want to talk about because it makes you squeamish or uncomfortable. Yeah, but having those uncomfortable discussions brings comfort and love and peace. With that in mind, I think it's very important that we acknowledge what the hell is going on in the world. Let's not just make frivolous conversation when there's a huge racial and political and economic and upheaval that's going on. It's a it's a fucking shit show out there. But you know what? Maybe it's a necessary shit show. And it's two whiteies. Uh, yes, we are the whiteies. I I think you know it's a li- part of me is uncomfortable, honestly, having a platform at all during this time, because I think this this is a time where we should really be allowing minorities to to speak, and so that we can really hear them. Mm-hmm. We we do make an attempt typically to have a diverse array of voices on our show. Right now, especially when it comes to guests, we are really focusing 
on having people from all backgrounds uh, mm-hmm. coming onto our show. That's a very good point. We are here to help in any way we can. And so, you know, on Mondays, our goal is to just have a fun, open conversation in order to highlight the importance of communication, especially with family members. And so, yeah, I want to start there. Mom, how have you been doing uh, during this time? We're both in L.A. There's rioting going on. There's looting. There's arson. Uh, Obviously, a lot of the people that we're talking with, all my conversations involve a discussion about race right now. Yeah. So it's very much on my mind. And is it the same for you? Yeah, I'm all I I definitely feel like this is a time of revolution and I like it. I think it's necessary. You, I just think we need to um help whatever in any way we can. Have you lived through something like this in the past? I remember the Rodney King riots, but no, nothing is as dramatic as the, and how close I am to uh it's some danger actually. And, and on a lot of levels too. I mean, your brother wanted to go march and I was very scared for him to go marching because I thought, well, what if he gets COVID? Yeah, I, this is such a wild time. I mean, there are people in his life that are immunocompromised and, and it could be, you know, it, it could be extremely detrimental. But that said, it show I think because coronavirus is going on, by by marching during this time, and ideally we do it in a safe way, but it shows that's just how important it is the situation important. is. Yeah. yeah. I heard Andrew Cuomo speak, and I was very moved by him saying, we need to do something about this, and we just need to know what that is and how to do it. But there's definitely got to be some reforms going on, and not just think about, well, there's riots, because then, then you let the privileged people win by saying, oh, well, it's riots, and they're, they're, they're missing the message. Yeah, so I mean, just, just like for not the record, focus on for what? the record, we are the privileged people, mother. No, I'm talking about when when the people that don't want to make any change, the people that are only wanting to stick with the status quo. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I think there's a, a major need for change. Did you feel that this was the case? Like, was this the same mentality when uh, the L.A. riots and Rodney King occurred in like 30 years ago? I think I wasn't as tuned into because social media wasn't as as uh, present, so I wasn't as tuned into Twitter and all these ways of finding out what's going on at every moment. Um, and so at the time, it was only on the TV, and it seemed so far away from me because I lived in Chicago. So I didn't take it as personally as I do today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I knew that this affected you because I haven't seen one fucking thirst trap. Since, no, uh, I felt like frivolous. I, I can't put a picture of my brand new bathing suit, although I wanted to because it's really cute. I can't put that up there right now. This just does not seem appropriate. It just there are some serious shit going on, and I want everybody to pay attention to that and not get distracted by my cleavage. Yeah, I mean, I was preparing for this interview that we have with uh, Dr. Jess, uh, who is a sexologist and just wrote a book on seduction. Yesterday, I was trying to prepare by reading her book, and at the same time. I'm like also reading all these news stories and and also feeling like I really need to educate myself with yeah. regard to my privilege to 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 these racial issues. And so I'm like jogging back and forth between to fucking how to how to seduce someone in dirty talk and and yeah. reading like articles about 75 things white people can do for really? racial justice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so so I hope that this is just not a Oh well, you know, let's just focus on the negativity. No, let's think about the positive gains that we can, you know, get out of this and the awareness that 
white privileged people such as ourselves can get out of this and realize what we can do. There are things to do to help. I know that um, we should put something in the show notes today about. Yeah, ways I'm going to I'm going to put this article that I was reading uh, up about what yeah. white people can do for racial justice, 75 things, uh, because I, I was started. To learn, I literally am very sleep deprived right now because I stayed up very late because it's a it's like such a deep subject like mm-hmm. you know and it, and it once you start going in, into this arena you start realizing oh fuck there's all these different issues that have cropped up that I've kind of similar to how you were responding to the the Rodney King thing in the past mm-hmm. I I was also responding to this uh like the Dakota pipeline I I knew of it and I thought oh my god that's a bad thing I didn't realize the the real like story behind this and and it just started opening up a lot of fucking doors and and ideas for me. And I hope that we can really see change from this. Right. I know that that's what I got out of Andrew Cuomo's discussion about how um, there was no gay marriage just a few years ago. You know, that I remember when that reform took place, there was actually take it back to, you know, women having the right to vote. I mean, there's we need to make changes and this mm-hmm. is a time for change and not just like, oh, this was a bad experience. You know, and and it's all the, the cops are all the bad guys. No, we need to make monumental change, like global yeah. change, and not let it stop here. Let it has to keep going, and we have to keep remembering this is a very important and um, much needed time for change. If you really want to learn about this, please go to our show notes and check out this article. Uh, that it's just it's a great launching point as to what what you could do. And I also want to add another article there that I read about what the fuck privilege is because. Yeah. You know, I've heard about it. I've talked about this with friends, but I think this article really hits the nail on the head as to what the fuck it is and how it exists. You know, if you're a man, you have privilege over women, regardless of whether you want to acknowledge it, and in ways that mm-hmm. you probably don't don't even realize. And especially if you're if you're white, I mean, I really at this point feel like I should just shut the fuck up because no, I, think I am it's both a white ma- I'm white no, and a man. But you what well, people need to know that the white white privileged men and women but especially like you said to, to be both um we need to hear from you that you want to make some changes. You want to use this as a catalyst, not as a mm-hmm. well just let's focus on the, the looting and and that's it. No, you want change to occur and that's the change is coming. Yeah. I, I remember like and what something that Andrew Cuomo said is it you know the the politicians will follow if the people want to make yeah. some changes. So there's a song called Power to the People. It's an old song, but I started humming it in my head. I think we we have we have a time now where we can use our power and hopefully we'll get a different we'll get people out to vote. That's the first step. We have yeah. rights to vote and we can vote for people that that have the same values of us. I have a lot of hope in the sense that this will create change because even in the last 24 hours, I've been doing things that I've never done in, in my past. Mm-hmm. I'm donating to organizations. I would never think I'd be donating to. I am, uh, e- I emailed council members. I didn't even, you, Cam. I barely knew what the fuck I was trying to say <laughs> in this email. Well, I'm but proud I just, of you for trying. I was trying my best and, and you know, I'm filling out the census. I, there's a lot of shit that, you don't even think to do, right. but when you realize how much it affects other people, then you're like, okay, you're a fucking idiot. Of course you need to do these things. And you yeah. have to actually work to understand what you need to do. Anyway. Yeah. But it is, so, I got to say, it is a very scary time for all. 
It's very, yeah, very I, frightening because we, we I just also, don't know. It, there's the COVID's going on right now. We don't know the interaction with that and what, everything else. And I think I feel badly for the people that are losing their life, life lifelong businesses. Um, it just it's a it's a sad situation. People are losing it, jobs, right and left. It is a sad situation, but it actually gives me. I have a lot of hope that we are going to end up in a much. Uh, a much better place from going. It's like growing pains. Yeah. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? It's in therapy when you realize, oh, that's the trauma that I've, I didn't realize that event in my past was that traumatic. Ah. And you, once you gain awareness for it, it really hurts. You're like, oh no. You're getting oh, woke, no, Kim. That, You're getting woke. Yeah. And then, and then you feel that trauma and then, then you can carry that awareness forward into your future decision-making. And, right. and, you start making decisions from a place of, of greater perspective. And I, th- I hope, I think that's what's happening in our collective consciousness. I think so. And I think that um, Mila of Good Moms, Bad Choices addressed this issue in our interview with her. Yeah, she did. Um, when we, I asked her some questions about how she felt about, you know, the, this whole situation without, not even about police brutality, but just racism in general. So she, she addresses it so beautifully. So go back and listen to that. And good moms, bad choices. I think it's called good. Go listen to that. And it's somewhere interspersed between us talking about sex and, and weed, but yeah. uh, it, it, it is actually really, really good. A shout out to them. So mother, I, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but I think there are better I, yeah, we, I places think it's to learn more from, from to all these mom's news right now. That's it. <laughs> we, I, I just, I, all right, let's finish this discussion and then we'll move on to mom's news. I mean, it is uncomfortable to talk about like frivolous matters during this time, but I, I, I think it's actually important that we, you know, cause here's, here's like behind the scenes. It, it's not like, Oh, we're just trying to have fun. Like, and, and just put something out there. The purpose of doing mom's news and talking about the stupidest shit in the world is because it shows you that you can relate to, to family members in a way that you, that might not appear normal to you and that you can open these conversations that typically you wouldn't have with family members. And that would allow us to have conversations of greater depth about race and about things that are more uncomfortable. Yes. And we can start out by making absurd news the starting point. Okay, so let's hear mom's news, mother. Mom's news, mom's news, mom's news. That's that's the, the theme song to to my news. I, okay, so I had a couple choices, and I opt for this one because it was probably I. If why wouldn't you think you can't get weirder than having sex with a dolphin? I read the headline. This comes from uh, an author, Joel Golby. Uh, I believe it's UK Vice. Uh, yes, it is. A drunk man in England tried to have sex with a mailbox. Okay? <laughs> that That's the starter. So that piqued my interest. Wait, wait, wait. What's the publication? It's, uh, you know, Vice. Vice? Vice? Yeah. Vice reported on a drunk man in England trying to fuck his mailbox? Yes. Is this before or after COVID? Uh, it is before. Oh, that's a good question. I got to find the actual date. Let's see what the date is here. Um, January sixteenth, two thousand fifteen. No, it's actually oh, not okay. current news. Pre, pre. Oh, so this is mom's old news. Mom's old uh, news. Mom's old. And never said it was new news. Fuck, how do you find even find an article? About I a man find to fuck these his things, mailbox? 
And if anybody wants to give me any new news, you all, you or any news that you find would be appropriate for me to to shout out during Mom's news, you can yes text Mommy the the articles and the links to them. But here so we go. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. It says, "Listen, have we not all gone on a bit of a mad one and tried to fuck a mailbox?" <laughs> but the answer is that <laughs> I will be the first to put my hand up and say, "Absolutely not. No, I have never tried to put my dick in a mailbox, and I'm not even sure where the nearest mailbox is. Should I get the inhumane urge to fuck it?" But then, I am not Wigan native. Wigan, I guess, is an area of UK. Uh, Paul Bennett, who appeared in court today to face charges of mailbox fucking, fucking for the first time in recorded human history. No Nobody way. has ever been arrested for trying to fuck a mailbox before, which when you actually think about it means as a human race, we are breaking new ground. <laughs> Wait, why was the guy arrested? Like public nudity or sexual acts or something? Uh, let's see what it says. Oh, boy. Could you imagine it- the humiliation? Oh, well, you know, there, there's a whole thing that I remember on an old uh, TV series. That, I forgot what it was, but it was a guy that was in love with his toaster. So there is like a thing about being in love with inanimate objects. But to get arrested for it. He and then have to the show mailbox up and coach the, in okay. court? Well, here's what Paul Bennett did to get the mailbox in the mood. A witness reports. He approached the mailbox with those laser beam sex eyes on and his trousers around his ankles while making sexual advances towards it. Try that one while you're on out on the pole next. I don't know what that is. This is like right. UK you think humor he's like, that I'm not getting. You think he's seducing the box being like, yes. oh, I love your red eyes. flag. Yes, yes he, exactly it. You, but, Your hinge is so greasy. Yes. I want to shove my my dick inside yeah. your box. The, the Manchester Evening News reports he then rubbed himself against the mailbox while holding his hands in the air and shouting, wow. He did a little <laughs> dirty talking there. He said, wow, you can really dance. That's a TikTok song, by the way. No one's quite certain. I thought you liked that, that I threw in a TikTok reference. I like that you now are quoting songs from TikTok. TikTok. Well, you know, it's not exactly clear if he jizzed or not, but the whole trying to fuck a mailbox in broad daylight thing was enough for witnesses to call the police who soon arrived and promptly arrested Mr. Bennett for indecent exposure. That's the answer. Oh, okay. Indecent yeah. exposure. All right. After completing he the He should have just kept his pants on when he's fucking, fucking the box. He was trying to rub his dick, obviously. I know. He I know. pulled we his need pants a up and swung on a lamppost before looking at <laughs> He did a whole singing in the rain, swinging on the lamppost before looking at a reflection of himself in a window. The report says, proud of yourself? Were you, mate? He was arrested and launched into a foul-mouthed tirade as he was led away by officers. So there was, uh, you know, <laughs> a little a little foul-mouthed tirade that we didn't know about. Okay, he faces two counts of indecent exposure and one count of using threatening and abusive words and abusive behavior towards the two police officers who forcibly stopped him from posting his dick to Santa. The mailbox in question did not appear in court, but the alarmed witness who called the police did. They should have brought the mailbox to Holy shit. Can you imagine if you were going to mail a letter and there's a bunch of jizz that came out of the mailbox? Yeah, is it it his own mailbox? It looks like it's a more of like a a group mailbox. It's like an old-time bright red long rectangular box jesus christ i mean i don't know i mean this emails would really thwart his uh sex experiences wow know? thank you thank you for sharing that mom's news mother mom's news mom's news mom's it news. was an inspirational story may I we all benefit from it 
yeah, maybe we all be a little wiser when we go fuck our boxes. I mean, here, here's what you were saying a little bit before about like why we do this. But I, a big reason why I do this is because I need a good guffaw now and then. I need a laugh now and then. Laughter, <laughs> I found, has gotten me off out of like some serious depression, like when my your dad was murdered. I mean, laughter helps. So that's why we yeah. do these things. That's why I read my lovely mom's news to you. you need what, a little... what was the deal with your COVID test? Oh, so here we go. You know, I'm having surgery this Thursday. It's, uh, it's going to be okay. Don't get all freaked out, listeners. Uh, just a hysterectomy. All good. Just, just gotta, a hysterectomy. Just a giant fibroid in me that has to come out. What are they taking is, out? They're taking everything out. They're taking out the ovaries, the uterus, the cervix, the 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 uh, whatever. Is, I, this the a weight, is this a weight reduction move, Mom? It kind of, if I don't lose ten pounds, I'm gonna be fucking pissed off at somebody. Okay, I better lose some damn weight. Anyway, um, but I had to get a COVID test first, and they wanted me to do the the one with the nose and nostril one. Oh, I'm shit. not doing that. Uh, 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 uh. No, I heard horrible things about that. I'm not doing that one. Yeah, it's supposed to be so very I, painful. I went over to Dodger Stadium with these, and he decided to get one too because, as we know, he's very anxious about having it. And uh, so, anyway, long story short, everything went well. We did the mouth swab and put it in a container, and it is crazy over there. That it's you can imagine thousands of cars lined up around there and then they have like you put on a radio station and it tells you how to do this of course i wasn't listening because i was too busy taking tiktok videos oh and, my god yeah taking a lot of tiktok videos of what was actually going on over there so i wasn't Jesus really paying attention Christ. so god knows if i'd even did this properly uh, of course by the way when i went to take my covid test which is about three weeks before you went i <laughs> I had watched the video ahead of time about three times and then watched it again while in the car driving and waiting for the my test to come. Well, of course, I, is... I didn't do any of the above. Luckily, Dee's did, uh, which I'm, is I'm surprising, sure Dee's too. I'm sure Dee's is fucking on it with his uh, he, he must concern. Have watched, yeah, he, he has a certain amount of time in each section of the mouth that you're supposed to do. Meanwhile, I'm like just like trying to get the best video going. <laughs> And then I'm where we drive up. Well, before when they hand you the kit, they take these giant tongs. It's like hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's, and they it's hand a it, pincher. It's one of those like toys that allow yeah, you to pinch like what it. I used to clean out like fish tanks with or something. Yeah. Anyway, so we get the thing done, and I'm waiting for the results every day. You know, like not not like neurotically waiting, but getting a little anxious that even though they said three to five days, I expected it done the next day. Anyway, last night. We're sitting around watching the news obsessively about what's going on. And all of a sudden, Dee's goes, Yahoo! He screams out, he's negative. So I'm looking, I'm like, oh, that's great. He, the first person he called was you, by the way. He was so excited. Oh, yeah. He really wants to hug me now that he's negative. Yeah. Anyway, I get nothing. I'm looking online. I can't find anything. I'm like, what the fuck? If anybody's going to have it, it's going to be him, not me. I still haven't gotten the results. I'm freaking out, thinking, now I'm getting nervous. Why did he get the results? We took it at the same exact time. And luckily, bing, get, we've got another email about it a half hour later, and I'm also negative. Mazel tov. Mazel tov, except that I have a feeling, because this is my luck, that I'm going to get there to the surgery, and they're going to go, you know what? We need you to have it done here on our premises, and you're going to have the nasal one. And yeah, I'm going to I mean, be like, get, wait, drug did you me get, the fuck up. Wait, did you get clearance that the oral one is fine? I had an email from one person that I talked to, and then I brought it up to and another person. And they said it was person. okay? 
Yeah, she said it was okay, but then I talked to another person. She goes, uh-uh, you can't. You need the hard copy. What does that mean, the hard copy? What do you think? You're forging fucking corona tests? Yeah. So I, I, t- I printed out two copies of this thing, and hopefully they, they're going to accept it. But if they don't, I'm going to tell them, you want to do something to my nose, you better drug me first. When are you getting the surgery? Thursday. Okay. Do you, if you need any help with that, I'm happy to help you. Thank you, son. That's very good. It's yeah. very nice. You trying to stay safe this corona season? I think we should. And you know how we do that? We have Billy's Infinity Greens. We start all of our days with Billy's Infinity Greens, which is the most badass blend of 36 of the purest and most potent superfoods on earth. This includes chlorella, spirulina, Organic Icelandic kelp. You don't naturally have that in your refrigerator. I, I gotta usually be don't care around Icelandic kelp. I'll yeah, be honest. Exactly. It has a blue-green algae base with no grasses because they're very hard to digest. It's clinically proven to provide significant health-enhancing benefits for the immune, neurological, lymphatic, and digestive systems. This improves the performance of the heart, brain, joints, liver, kidneys, and skin. Everything in the body benefits from the powerful superfoods that comprise Infinity Greens. So... If you want to boost your immune system... And who doesn't? Go to infinitygreens.com. Use promo code MOM. You'll get 15% off. Can you freaking believe that? That is a deal. This is a kid-tested, mother-approved advertisement for Billy's Infinity Greens. 15% off. Use promo code MOM at infinitygreens.com. Here's what I was fucking thrilled by. Thrilled. This is huge news. My mother has a new friend. That's right. Boom! I made that a friend. That is fucking huge. It, I know. I have a friend. You have got a friend. A friend. That... I you you have no clue how happy that makes me. Because it takes the burden off of you and all the other siblings. Yep, we are not your only friends in L.A. <laughs> you have other friends. No, I'm just kidding. You have a bunch of other friends. Uh, in but she, she lives in, in my building. It's nice. She lives- She's now. She- I love that that you know Corona has kind of made you friends yeah. with people in your building from afar. But oh yeah, it I made creates I, community. I, I now I know everybody very well in the building, and uh, it's it is comforting to know that they're there. You know, there's a lot of interesting characters in our building. Oh yeah, and it's it's a it's actually a fun community, and and I am one of the elder statesmen, but that's okay because <laughs> she's your age. This this woman is my age too, which is amazing. So yeah, and she I'm, likes I'm, wine. She likes wine. She likes you know exercising. So I think we've uh, and and she also has some ailments very similar to mine, so we can fetch together. Yeah, it's a Yiddish word. Mother, Yiddish word, but the Yiddish definition. We fetched a little. She's had a very interesting life, um, and uh, so yeah. I think by by now almost everybody that's my age and my circumstances had an interesting life, but uh, it, it makes it better. Do you think it's harder to make friends as you get older? Yes. Why well, is night, that? Well, I made a lot of my friends when you guys were little, like the neighborhood. You know, you, had, you all had an the excuse. Same age kids. You needed you needed to work together with the other parents, whether that's carpooling or just you know in the school system. Oh, little play groups when you're born, even though you're like six months old and you're barely, you're like a gork. I'm like, oh, you got to socialize with this one. You know, I mean, it's like the most ludicrous thing, but it's really for the moms I, to socialize. I was thinking about that with the with 
you know, it's important that kids socialize in the first year. And a lot of these kids that are getting born it's right now. It's not at all important. It is not important really? in the first year that they socialize. No, they don't know what the hell is going on. You they don't do what's no, called parallel. No, when they finally start walking a little bit, they do what's called parallel play, which they play next to each other. But they're really still at that point in their own little world. Oh. It, 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 it takes a while before they start really interacting and needing another person. I feel what bad about for the, the teenagers. The teenagers are, I mean, I feel terrible for them. Those At some point st- in your development, you're supposed to be playing with kids, and those kids are getting fucked by coronavirus, is my point. Oh, yeah, totally. Maybe it's during the parallel play or whatever the fuck Yeah, is. and let me tell you when else. who else is getting fucked. These poor moms and dads that are home all day long trying to homeschool. I would kill myself. Yeah, that's not fun at all. I mean, I, first of all, I w- you guys would be homeschooling me. There's no way I'd be able to homeschool you guys. First of all, can you imagine if I had to homeschool you in math? Oh, oh my God. You would definitely flunk any, any, you would never get into any further schooling. I, I will tell you how this has affected my, uh, my love life. Yesterday oh, I was, do. I had a date scheduled, a yes. distance date. Yes. What does that mean? A distance and- date. Yeah, you stay six feet away. It's very oh. romantic. I say, excuse me, please stay six feet away and wear a mask. <laughs> it, and and, uh, and if they come closer, you're like, get the fuck away. Didn't I say six feet, not three feet? Yeah. I've been joking about how I can't wait to hold this person's hand. Like, that's been oh. my, my seduction talk. Because I think if you, if you really hold it, if you put your arm out like this and lean away, you can really touch someone's hand and then just sanitize quickly afterwards. Oh, you're really pushing the limits there. Yeah, I know. Anyway. That's how um, badly you want to hold someone's hand? Are you willing to get COVID for it? Mom, I have not touched another human (laughs) being, let alone sat in the same place and had an extended conversation in so long with someone. It's horrible. Anyway, I was about to go on the date, and suddenly I got a notification on the phone that there's a curfew enacted at 6 p.m. in in Los Angeles. Today it's 4 p.m. Yeah, <laughs> Cam, what's his face facts? I think it's you're meant to be. You, you, you know, be careful for what you wish for. You always told me, you know, Mom, I really like to be a monk and live with the monks in Tibet. Yeah. Nothing would make me happier than if I lived in the monks with the, you know, in Tibet and didn't talk for like three to five years. So I'd be so happy. This is yeah, what happened. You decided no, this is to not, manifest this is not what it. Happened. No, I didn't you manifest this. this. No. Because if I manifested it, we would not be carrying on this conversation right now or any conversations. And I would just be in silence on my meditation cushion, which is a very different experience. Uh, You manifested it at the time. Are you blaming me for all of coronavirus? I think somebody has to take the blame. And it might as well be you because you used to always say, I really would like this, this silence. I need to like go inward. And you got it. You know what has been helping me like crazy during this time period? Your friends? I do a Zoom call every week, every Saturday night with two of my best friends from college. And we just, it's almost like a men's group. It's just the three of us. It's like a, it always turns out to be like a three or four hour conversation. We're just, three or four hours? And it, we literally are just checking in on our lives. That's all we do. God, but you don't don't even have a life. I know. But <laughs> what are you is, checking? What is your check-in? We're going inward. We're going in deep. Oh my god! And it's like a it's a fucking group therapy session. And the the other two men are so they're such good listeners, and they're they're so well read oh in philosophy god, and wonderful. psychology that they're bringing up these t- these 
and these manuscripts and, and little essays and videos and playing them. It's so beautiful. Bringing it up is... manuscripts. This is not what my Zoom girlfriend talks <laughs> are like. My girlfriend talks are no one is bringing up any manuscripts. They're more like, what bottle of wine do you like? Oh, my God. And, and where can we get a good deal? I don't even know if I'm using manuscripts correctly, but they're definitely essays related to different philosophers and psychologists, which I very and much enjoy. what happens when you go to Ivy League school versus when you go to a public school like where I went. Stanford is not Ivy League, mother. It's it's on the par with the Ivy League schools. You have people that have a, a brain and they read books and manuscripts. <laughs> and you have me and my friends and God... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we did talk. We do occasionally talk about what is a good book. I'm reading a book now called American Dirt. It is so freaking upsetting about the drug cartels in Mexico and all over the you know the um, southern hemisphere, not southern hemisphere, the South America. It is. It's. It it just gets me so on edge, and then I turn the news on and I see the rioting, and I'm a bundle of nerves. And these is walking around, going, you know, the sky the is world's falling. coming to an end. And and I, and then your sister's sending me texts at all times about the, all these curfews and articles to read. I, I I'm like a complete nervous wreck. I I can't wait to get under sedation so I can rest for a few minutes. Oh, this I'm sure. A, how does I that have? Why I'm doing does that have myself. an effect on your your sex life? Oh, yeah. I, f I feel like having sex not. <laughs> Some people, you know, relax from stress, yeah. from sex. You know, it's no, just, not it's relax. They think the world's going to end. So they, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a high. I think it's a euphoria. No, some, peop some people, when they're stressed, they want to have sex to relieve the tension, to feel good. That is true. I know. Some pe and it, other people just need to be relaxed. Like like me. I, I need to yeah. be, and you and I need to be relaxed. And uh, I need yeah. to be in a, I just need seven days of silence and then I'll be ready to get an erection. What do you mean seven days of silence? You can have that. You, you just told me that you're so deprived that you're willing to risk over to touch someone's fingertips like an ET phone home or something. <laughs> I just had this visual of you po pointing a finger out of this date of yours and say, just point this finger and we'll, we'll sanitize after. <laughs> Just touch. Tell her it's going to be like at the top of the Sistine. Fingertip yeah, to you know, my like fingertip. A, the top of the Sistine Chapel. You know what I'm talking about, Michelangelo's yes. thing, and you're touching there. It's the same kind of thing. You, you just touch the fingertips. I'm just looking to touch a fingertip. I think if we're both about six feet, if we're both about six feet tall, we can we can touch each other's fingertips <laughs> with half our wingspan. It's about six foot distance. There you that go. Is, see, that's what I'm going for right over here. And, and by the way, speaking of fingering and fisting, I think this is <laughs> yes. a good segue. Great call. Let's talk about the emails that we've been getting here. Yeah. Okay. So last week we got a, a, a lovely message from Akash uh, that described, um, he, he texted us saying that he had this story where he put four fingers into a woman and uh, he doesn't consider it fisting necessarily. Uh, if you remember correctly, I, I took an issue with that. Yeah, you said it absolutely is considered fisting. How You basically just needed a little bit more in there. But basically, there, if, if you're, you're wrapped in there, you're good. That's right. You made a fist. So we got a response from another person <laughs> that says, all capitals, no, 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 exclamation points. If your wrist isn't wrapped in vulva, you aren't fisting. Oh, okay, so we shit. got a fisting police on the fucking, on the text. 
By the way, you could text us at yes, text mom. We're going to, re- we'll respond to you. Because uh, you know, those sneaky freaks out there, they come up with these things. Okay. This, so is, this you, is a perfect you, sneaky you freak response. Yeah. I responded. All right. You said, lol. LOL. Who, who says? says? Yeah. Who, who the hell says? is the authority there? I would like Who's to know. Who's the fucking fisting authority? Yeah. And then this person retaliated and said, it's called fisting, not four fingering. My wife can take for four fingers, but not my fist. But I do have larger hands. <laughs> I'm really glad he had the qualifier. Otherwise, for sure. I mean, literally, if you are if you have someone with a small uh, overall hand size. Well, she can't take the fucking fist and he's got a, a, an average to small hand size. Then what is he? Uh, what, what's she going might on as well in there? Just what, what? get out. He should get out of the relationship. I mean, seriously, I I, I don't know. What's I, with the obsession about fisting anyway? I, mean, I don't I know. I don't care. Who cares if my fucking fist is in there? That's exactly right. And if Dee says anything to me like that, I'm like, fine. I'm going to start with you. I'm going to try to see if you want to be fisted. Yeah, I'm going to fist your ass. Yeah. I'll, fit. I'll show you what fisting is. According to pleasure mechanics, you can go elbow deep with the fucking in the anus. I, You know what? I just... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just would love... To see that, actually, I mean, sure, I mean, I'm sure that there's porn out there that does that, but I mean, just the idea of like it's fucking elbow. Thing. What the hell's going on? I, 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 I don't know. I'm freaking out about this whole thing. I mean, I'm thinking about my last colonoscopy. I'm, I remember gonna... waking up during my colonoscopy one time, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on over there?" I want to be sedated if I'm going to have something going that far up my ass. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be too graphic, but I think after this hysterectomy, you're going to have some extra space. No, you, you might don't be understand. Able to go you elbow don't know. deep. No, no, no. First of all, Cam, <laughs> and hysterectomy has nothing to do with the anus. Okay, so what the fuck are you talking about? If I'm it, talking oh, about oh, oh, fisting talking, a vulva over here. Oh, I, I was, I was already onto anal fisting. <laughs> I think the pleasure mechanics were talking about anal fisting. I actually, yeah, they were I'm talking not, about anal fisting. They were right. Yeah. Okay. So when I will go back to vaginal, we're going back to vaginal I, fisting. I will. I I wonder if that is true, but I still have this. And they're not taking out my vagina, Cam. I <laughs> give the same lessons to Dee's. The vagina stays intact. Wait, okay? you had you had this discussion with Dee's already? Yeah, just because he's like, "Is this the last time I'm ever going to see your vagina?" I'm like, "No, you will continue to see my vagina. The rest <laughs> of the stuff, eh, not so much." <laughs> so what? What do you know? At what point that they, they, they st- like where's All the... right. At the tip of the end of the vagina is a cervix. It's like a yeah. little plug. They're yeah. moving that too. That's going yeah. to. So, so what is it going to go into? I don't know. Maybe my, my, it might end up going into my belly button. I don't know, Cam. I don't know where, how far it's going to go up there. It, 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 I always had a I mean, you're going to have a lot of fucking space. I had a lot. I can be also, with a, a very, like, uh, I can be with a, a donkey or something. What's going to come down? Like, what, I don't what know if shit falls down in there? in there? I don't know. I can tell you, though, that uh, I've been with. Don't that. you ask these questions to the doctor? Well, I just said, is it going to affect my uh, sex life? And and the doctor said, no. So I said, okay, fine. I'll take you at your word. If it does, I'm going to come back and it'll haunt you. Put it back in. Put that cervix back in. I'll tell him to preserve it and formaldehyde just in are, case. Yeah. Are you going to be saving your cervix? I'm not saving any of that stuff. The fibroid, nothing. I want to get oh, all that stuff. Oh, come on. Save the fibroid. Yeah, I'll put it on display. Where am I yeah, putting that we thing? Yeah, put it in our studio. Yeah, in the podcast studio next to the just, mug that that says "I'm the world's horny, horniest mom." And here's the my sneaky freaks. And here's my what is it? A cervical or is it uterine uterine fibroid? 
It's not a cervical fibroid cam. The cervix is a very small little thing. It's a uterus. I don't know, mother, Actually, where the fuck your fibroids are. I, you know what's interesting? It's I always thought it was an internal fibroid in my uterus, but in 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 fact, it's external, and it's the size of a freaking. I think he said orange or grapefruit, something large. It's, it's fucking wild. It's everything's going out. That's all I can tell you. I think I'm going to walk gonna around free as a bird with my little, my little vagina. That's it. That's all that's going to be left. My little vagina. My vagina is the only thing left. <laughs> this could be the name of this episode. My solo vagina. Mom's little vagina. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to thank all the people who've been leaving us uh, reviews on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really helps us out. And uh, I wanted to read one. You cool with that? I'm always cool with reviews. Are you kidding me? Such a unique show. Cam and Karen Lee are two of the most wonderful people, and together they make up a hilarious and truly entertaining show. It's fun to listen to, but also important in destigmatizing discussions around sex, especially with the family members. One of the best. How do you like that fucking I love review? Love it. Thank you, five cupcake one two three four seven eight. Okay, that's <laughs> I, I I literally these I I get this warm and fuzzy feeling when I hear things like that. I the I most hope wonderful that... people together hilarious. Uh, anybody thinks I'm hilarious? I'm they're my new best friends anyway. I think I really hope that this encourages family members to have more of these open discussions about sex, about race, about anything difficult that typically you wouldn't yeah. want to share. Especially uh, about vaginas. If you want to know anything about a vagina, you talk to your mother. <laughs> or you talk to your kids. Let's talk about let's, the vagina. Yeah, let's talk about the vagina. Why not? Yeah. You don't know what's going on in the vagina? You should better find out. You know, shame shame lives in what we can't talk about, you know? I love that, So by that, talking Cam. about... Yeah, you like that? Maybe that's a new catchphrase of mine. I, oh, wow. I really, really like that. Yeah. It's that whole negative space idea. Mm-hmm. You want to discuss the negative space. Anyway, I also wanted to thank our sneaky freaks on Patreon. You guys are keeping our show alive. You're giving us the financial support that we really need to make the show possible uh, it helps us with hosting of this show. The fees related to our website, our our the equipment that we use, and uh, it uh, it allows us to make this podcast. So we cannot thank you enough for that. And also, it allows you to be part of our community of sneaky freaks, in which we have hangouts together that are just for the patrons, and we also have special bonus content. It's always good. It gives um, you an opportunity to send us this lovely message. I have another message here. Oh, you want me to read from? it? Yeah. This is from one of our patrons who says, I love you guys and that you were my first and you were my first podcast I ever started listening to. Yes, you guys popped my podcast cherry. Ooh. That was almost two years ago and it only gets better. I can relate to many things such as anxiety and germs being scary as fuck. Thanks for always giving me something to look forward to. Lots of love and laughs. XOXOX, Sarah. Sarah, fuck yeah. Thank you for listening for two years. Thank you for becoming a patron member and making us feel less alone in our anxiety and germs. That's true. That's true. You guys make, I, I, I think that's important to mention when we hear these things, we feel a good that we're helping people and b good about the fact that we're not alone. That's exactly right. Um, but speaking of people not being alone, I got a message from um, uh, Matt G again. 
Okay, we're gonna have to wrap it up. So I hope this is another, not another fucking list of messages. Nope, just a couple messages here from Matt G. Since the last we've spoken. Yeah, hey, let's get the Matt G. Update. Hey guys, Cammy the Joker. Ha ha ha. Hi Karen, I want to <gasps> ask about today's May 29th, twenty twenty twenty. Oh, this uh, is episode. like two days ago. I want to know what was said about me. Is that true about me? Is joking around or serious? If it's serious. Is it true from being laughed at? I take it very personally, very personally. What I, do I have to do to be with you, Karen? Sex goddess Lee. I send what? you Kama Sutra sex positions to have sex with you, Karen. P.S. RCP email me. Matt G. <laughs> so he, his, he doesn't he, understand Did he that. ask you to RSVP? Yes, RSVP. And he's to to show a me sex situation? Kama Sutra sex positions. He's very interested in that. And then I, I did not respond because I didn't want him to. I, I told him that don't worry, we were just joking. And so I think he then felt uncomfortable. And then he said, "Hi, Karen Lee, sup? I have a question for you. Is it true what you said about me on the podcast? Was it really joking or was it serious? I want to ask you, Karen Lee P. You and I need to meet each other to have sex, Matt G. So he's he's relentless. He is he is a bulldog. He's wanting it and doesn't understand that um, he ain't having it. I have to, again, make you, I, I, I know that you have this nice burgeoning relationship with Matt G, but I also want to let you know that I received an email at my business email address this week. <laughs> no, you did not. Yes, I did. From what? none other than Matt G. Oh, my God. Subject line is, hi, Amy, how are you? Amy? So he's obviously directing this to Amy, the host of Shameless X podcast. Uh, but for some reason, it he's sending you. it through our network, Pleasure Podcast, to my personal <laughs> business email account that says, Hi, Amy. How are you, honey? Honey, My name is Matt. I love you so very much. I want to you, Amy. So, Amy, would you like to be boyfriend and girlfriend, Matchy? So, again, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Matt, I think he's not, he's polyamorous. He, I could tell he's you that. Polyamorous much. Yeah, or I'm he's okay with timing it. you. So, yeah, it's either one. I'm okay with it, and uh, it's it's cool. Well, thank you for the messages, and thank uh, you. Please, if you thank you for listening, if you would like to participate in the conversation, please text us or leave us a voicemail at yes text mom. We love when you do that. Or join us on Patreon where you can message us and do that kind of stuff too. There's a lot of ways that you can have an intimate relationship with us, you little sneaky freaks. So sing about mother. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having no internal organies. We're going organless. Organless. Next time Ripping I speak. Next time I speak, I'm gonna be ten pounds lighter or else. I'm very excited for you. All right, thank you for listening. Love Bye. you guys. Love you. Hi, this is Nicoletta Heidegger, therapist and sexologist and host of the podcast Sluts and Scholars. I'm excited to answer the Pleasure Podcast question of the month, which is, what is my number one sex tip for quarantine? If you're like me and haven't been feeling super sexy while you're anxious during a pandemic, 
Get creative. Redefine what sex and pleasure mean to you. Expand the definition beyond penetration and see if you can find other ways to feel joy and pleasure with yourself or with a partner. If you need help getting the ball rolling, try a worksheet like the ones that accompany Emily Nagoski's amazing book, Come As You Are. And of course, check out the Sluts and Scholars podcast for more sexy support. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.